in the words of Public Enemies Chuck D, bring the noise. Fenomen Podcast Network. I am Charlie Taylor and this, this is What's Good. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody's had a good week. It's been, it's been okay. It's been, you know, it's been okay week, you know, just to work wise. I just, you know, keep doing, my, just keep doing my things, you know, just take it day by day, you know. You know how it goes. It's one day, it's one day, it's one day. You just do your things and uh, just hope uh, to... I just hope by the end of the day you've made some progress. So that's basically what I've been, uh, where I've been at pretty much. Uh, once again, new episode of Digging in Digits uh, dropped a couple of days ago. Episode four, love that religious bars. Talk about religion and hip hop. Very in depth discussion with me and Mr. Ben Carter. Shout out to him. And yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Formalities, obviously, before we begin. Uh, email, Twitter, Facebook is all there in the description. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, I appreciate you, and thanks for thanks for tuning in once again, or or for, or for the first time. You never know. So let's get into the let's get into the show. Um, I only have three topics, but I feel like <clears throat> I feel like all of them are going to be lengthy, <laughs> pretty much. Um, uh, I, 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 yeah, it's, it is is pretty much uh, is it's going to be a fat show. Not gonna lie, it's only three topics, but it's going to be fat. So, where to begin? Let's begin with sport because this is actually very recent. This literally dropped today as I record this. Uh, dropped this morning. Uh, so let me give you some let me give you some background. So they're in in athletics, track and field, obviously. Um, there is this athlete by the name of Casta Semenya, and uh, she is a, a female 800 meter runner, middle distance runner. She also does 1500, uh, yeah, 1500 meters as well, but mainly uh, her expertise is the 800. But she, you know, she dabbles in others as well, 400, 1500 now and again. So the reason why I'm talking about her now is because she has been part of this ongoing legal case versus the IAAF, which is the basically the governing body of you know, international athletics. And I will, I will, I will, I will defer to the, I'll defer to the Guardian article here uh, by Sean Ingle because after that it gets a bit, it gets a, a lot murky. So I, I might as well just read it and you'll, you will get the picture as well as I go. <clears throat> The South African 800 meter Olympic champions Casemiro has lost a landmark legal case against athletics, athletics governing body, the IAAF, in decision that will send shockwaves through sport. It means Semenya will have to take medication to reduce her testosterone if she wants to run internationally at events between 400 meters and a mile. The surprise verdict, which was announced by the Court of Arbitration for Sport after three arbitrators, 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 arbitrators. Don't know how, how do you say that? Had spent more than two months deliberating over the complex and highly con- content conscientious case. Came even though the CAS uh, agreed that the IWS policy was quote discriminatory. Two athletes with, uh, with differences in sexual development called DSDs, such as Semenya. 
However, two of the three arbiters, arbitrators uh, accepted the IAAFC argument that the high testosterone in female athletes confers significant advantages in size, strength and power from puberty onwards and said the policy was, quote, necessary, reasonable and proportionate to ensure fair competition in women's sports. It means that all DSD athletes who are usually born with testes will have to reduce their testosterone to below 5 nmol uh, slash L, I assume that's liter, I'm not really sure, of the, um, uh, of the, the capacity there, uh, for at least six months if they want to compete internationally for distances ranging from 400 metres to a mile. The IWF, which welcomed the news, said the policy would come into place on the 8th of May. Semenya, who has long argued that her unique genetic, uh, genetic gifts should be celebrated, not regulated, confirmed that she was considering an appeal and, assist, and insisted that she believed the DSD regulations were only would one day overturned would be one day overturned. Quote, I know the IAAF regulations have always targeted me specifically, she added. For a decade, the IAAF has tried to slow me down, but this has actually made me stronger. The decision of the CAS will not hold me back. I will once again rise above and continue to inspire young women in athletes and athletes in South Africa and around the world. Sports scientist Ross Tucker, who was part of the Sunni's team of experts at the CAS last month, believes it will mean the South African will run, run 800 metres around 7 seconds slower, turning her from a well-beater into an also-ran uh, also at the event. Don't know how don't know how that sentence goes. It's a bit herky-jerky, that, that sentence. However, she may now decide to step up to 5,000 metres where the IAAS rules on DSD athletes do not apply. Explaining this verdict, CES said that Semenya's team had been unable to prove that the IAAF policy was quite invalid during the five days tribunal in February, and crucially, it ruled that discrimination in sport is legal, provided justified. So I'll stop there. There's plenty more of the article to read, and I'll obviously put that on the fifth element, uh, fifthelement.org.uk, if you want to read them. All the links during this show, I only have two, but still. This is a... This is very landmark. This is very... I don't think we actually realise how large this, how how much how many shockwaves this actually sends. Not just through athletics, not just through track and field. You know, it goes through sport overall, because you're telling you are you've essentially created a rule. The IWF essentially created a rule where a woman who just so happens to have more testosterone than the average woman. So this is not a transgender issue, okay? Well, you know there there is a there is a you know um, a discriminatory transgender you know tinge to this, but genetically she is not transgender. Let's just get that out of the way, okay? She is a woman. She is born a woman. All that, and she just happens to have more testosterone than usual than the average woman. So this is a genetic gift. This is this is clean cut what it is, okay? This is not a this is not anything else. This is not a uh, a manufactured, for lack of a better phrase, you know, thing. This isn't that, okay? So you are creating a rule where you <laughs> it's, it is a it is a witch hunt. You know, I know the word witch hunt has been kind of dumbed down because of Donald Trump constantly calling his you know multiple cases a witch hunt and witch hunts, but this is genuinely witch hunt. They've created this rule, and they and it just so happens that it was only through the events that she, you know, ex- has expertise in from four hundred to a mile. That's her. That's her sweet spot. That is her sweet spot. Okay, so you've created a rule, and it's specifically for her. 
Now there are now this is this isn't a believe it or not you know this is crazy isn't but this is not a consensus issue when it comes to athletes and track and field athletes and her peers. You know Dame Kelly Holmes even Paul Radcliffe. Uh, uh, forgot the forgot the other woman that I saw on Twitter recently, but you know, legendary you know people that you know names that we know of. We know Dame Kelly Holmes. We know Paul Radcliffe. They you know supported IAAF on this, and to me, you are on the wrong side of history. And I've kind of I've lost respect for everyone for every athlete that has, that is going against Castle Smenner on this. I really am because this is this is a this is race. Okay, this is a racial thing, you know, this is a gender thing, this is a, well, obviously it's a gender thing, this is a discriminatory thing, overall, this is discriminatory. This is asking, this is similar to asking, telling Michael Phelps to cut off his hands, so, like, you know, so so the others can get a fair shot at him. This is like, this is like taking, uh, making Serena Williams' racket smaller. You know what I mean? This is like uh, chopping Usain Bolt's toes off. Okay, this is these are these are all genetic gifts, and obviously you know racket's different, but you know, you know what I mean. These are genetic gifts. These are dominant players in their in their sports. Okay, and Usain Bolt's obviously retired, but still, these are dominant people, and Casta Semenya is one of those dominant people. Okay, it just so happens that her gift is a genetic one that gives her more testosterone. And makes her more powerful over, you know, 400 meters onwards. Okay, that's that's all it is. That is all it is. This is clean cut. Okay, and they have decided to basically stump her because, well, you can you can you can give many reasons. There there can be a racial aspect to this. There can just be a discriminatory aspect to this. I don't know. I really don't. I really don't understand why this is happening. To be honest. And props to Casta Semenya because in the past, you know, this, like she said, she's been basically targeted for a decade, for over a decade, throughout her career. And she's still staying strong, like, still getting her head up about it. And respect to that. And she's, you know, she's going around, she's trying to go around the problem. She's going, she might go into 5,000, which obviously where the rules don't apply. And what are they going to do? Raise it up to 5,000, 10k, marathon? This is a witch hunt. This is legitimately a witch hunt, and for every, and again, for every athlete that thinks this is a good thing, you, you, you kind of, I've, I've lost respect for you, I don't care who you are, you know, you could be Dame Kelly Holmes, you could be Paula Radcliffe, and shout out to Lindsay Sharp, actually, because, um, I remember, I saw a video recently, I saw a video, you know, after, when the, when the news dropped about this today, and, uh, someone played, someone got the video of Lindsay Sharp talking to the BBC when she got like sixth in the Rio uh, Rio Olympics I think it was 800 meters and she was like basically fundamentally bitching and moaning blaming her sixth place on Cassis Menya Cassis Menya doesn't <laughs> if you if you actually watched the race and I did I watched it live and I watched Lindsay bitching and moan over this right she she didn't say her name but you know it was very implied this is this is some this is this is this is a poor attitude. This is a poor attitude to have. People like Lindsay Sharp, that is disgraceful to me. When you're saying I got sixth place because of Castus Menya. No, you got sixth place because you're sixth best. That's that's all it is. That's fundamentally what it is. Okay? And 
again, this is not, this can be, this could potentially be, you know, uh, you know, wait, let me, let me stop right there. This is, I'm going to, I want to be perfectly clear. This is, again, not a transgender issue. issue. Cassius Menia is not transgender. She is a woman. That's it. Okay. She has more testosterone than the average woman. That's all it is. Okay. Now, I can see many people taking to, taking this and putting a transphobic angle on it, possibly, but we haven't had that, uh, we haven't had that, uh, you know, we haven't had that um, come up yet where, you know, someone's become a woman and want to become, and are not, you know, great at what they do and, you know, try and get in the Olympics or any any form of track and field athletics. We haven't had that yet. So until then... You know, there's not really a transgender element, but I can see how people are thinking about that. But again, this is not a transgender issue. This is a this is a indictment against women who have gifts. If anything, this is a, this is an indictment on performance. This is an indictment on the very fabric of what sports is. Sports is competition. There is no cheating here. You can drug check. You can drug test her all you want. It's it's you know she's just genetically gifted. That's all it is. You know this that is all it is, and you basically create a rule to stump her and only her, nobody else. There are nobody else like Cassius Menu right now on Netflix, and that's why you've done this rule. This is basically the Semenya rule, and I hope that goes. I hope that you know go becomes a thing because it literally is a Semenya rule. That's all it is, and. I'm I'm very it's it's disappointing because you know Diamond League is uh, you know which is um basically uh, the Premier League for athletics basically you know an international competition and uh, there's a cash prize at the end of it uh, yada 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 and that's starting in two days that's restarting in two days and I was very hyped about it and I was actually going to talk about it here on the show but and but you know this came this came today and I was like. Well, we have to talk about this because obviously this is major. This is major. I can't wait. I cannot wait till the next live BBC Sport broadcast of Athletics. I want. I I wonder how people are going to, you know, are they going to call Paul Radcliffe on it because she is part of the coverage. She is part of the coverage. You know, the London Marathon came and went, so obviously that was a chance missed, but. I can't wait till the next one, and I really, really, really generally hope that whoever's talking to her will call her on it, because this is disgraceful attitude, this is poor, this is, this goes against what sport is, sport is competition, and you've basically cut someone's, you basically cut someone down because they were too dominant. It's rubbish, it's rubbish, it's like, it's like saying, it's like telling LeBron James not to work out. LeBron, you can't practice. You're too good. Serena, you can't practice. You're too good. We need to do something about it. Yeah, Michael Phelps, sorry, mate. We have to cut one of your fingers off. So, like, you know, there's a so you know, there's an even playing field. Obviously, that's dramatic, but still, that's basically what they're doing. They're 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 stumping her from progressing into what into you know, whatever, whatever, how, into how she runs, how she does her sport, how she performs her profession. And that is horrible. And I really hope 
No other sport goes into this kind of goes into this realm of stumping an athlete because they were too dominant. Because that is bollocks. It is all bollocks. And the IWF, especially Lord Coe, Seb Coe, you should be disgusted with yourself, my guy. Disgusted. But I'll leave it there. So let's continue uh, with life and we're going to talk about uh, Mr. John Singleton who recently died uh, at the age of 51. He suffered a stroke when the hospital and he was in a coma for about a week or so and you know the day he died was very annoying because uh, there were you know conflicting reports the you know people calling it early that he was dead and then the family had to basically go on record saying he's not dead and then basically like a couple of hours later they you know, considered pulling the plug, and then like an hour late after that, they actually did it, and here we are. So, for those that don't know who John Singleton is, this is basically me, you know, via the Hollywood Report here, Mike Barnes is um, kind of obituary of uh, John Singleton. This is who he was, and the reason why I wanted to talk about him is simply because he is a, he was, sorry, a trailblazer for... A black American film. Just to just to you know go back, back in back when you know John Singleton directed wrote and directed Boys in the Hood, right? At that time, and that was like nineteen ninety one, right? At that time, there were no other than black exploitation films, which obviously have their merits and their you know rightful, uh, rightful. Um, hallway in the, you know, in the annals of black film, uh, black American film history, they're not quality, they're not quality, and Boys in the Hood was a seminal work that was written and directed by Singleton, and painted a picture that was real, that was raw, and nobody ever saw before. It actually led to John Singleton to become the first, uh, well, the youngest recipient of nomination for Best Director at the Oscars. And at that time, when Boys in Hood came out, and throughout most of the 90s, to be be real, there were two two directors that were doing it. They They were carrying black film. It was John Singleton and it was Spike Lee. Those were the two. Those were the two. They were carrying the game for a good decade, it took a while, it took a while for other, for others to come up, and they were the two, they were the main two that took, not just film, but also hip-hop culture, and just in general, black life, and, um, mannerisms connected to that black life, they made it, they put it on screen, and they showed it to the widest of audiences, so that's why I wanted to talk about John Singleton today because he is, in one word, a trailblazer. So I'm going to go with this starting here. In his all too brief career, Singleton directed just eight films after his starting debut, Boys in Hood 1991, for which he received Oscar nominations for original screenplay and directing. He was the first African American to have have been nominated in the latter category, and at 24, the youngest person named as well. He will become a major influence to young African-American filmmakers like Jordan Peele and Barry Jenkins, 
Singleton also wrote and directed a romantic drama, Poetic Justice, starring Tupac and Janet Jackson, Higher Learning, about three incoming college freshmen, uh, the remake of Shaft, starring Samuel Jackson, and Baby Boy, a coming-of-age tale set, uh, set in South Central, starring Tyrese Gibson. He also directed uh, Rosewood, uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, Four Brothers, and also Abduction. As a producer, he used four million of his own money to back Hustle and Flow, the film that earned uh, the film that earned Academy Award nomination for lead actor Terrence Howard, and also captured the original song trophy for his Hard Out Here for a Pimp. And if you haven't heard, and if you haven't watched Hustle and Flow, it's a, ugh, such a good film, such a good film. Try and count the amount of times Terrence Howard says main. It's great. It's a great challenge. An amazing sing, uh, drinking challenge if you really want to go for that. But I highly, I highly um. I do not recommend that you do that. Singleton's most recent recent project was Snowfall, the FX crime drama that you co-created with Eric Armadio and Dave Andron. It was renewed for a third season that was set to begin in September. Boys in the Hood first showed up on Singleton's application to the USC School of Cinema Arts, Cinematic Arts. He was calling it Summer of 84 back then. Later, as a student in uh, student in the school's Margaret, Margaret Merring film writing program, he learned an important lesson he told The Hollywood Reporter Stephen Galloway in a wide-ranging interview, 2014 interview, quote, I learned that no one was going to write the films I wanted to do except for me. No one was going to have the vision to tell the stories I wanted to tell except for me, unquote. Singleton signed with C.A. Wright, who was a sophomore at USC, and landed a deal at Columbia Pictures, where he was a senior. In an important move, Steve... N- Nicolaides, Nicolaides, a producer of On Boys and Hood, scheduled the inexperienced director to shoot his story from beginning to end in continuity. Quote, If you watch Boys and Hood, you can see me becoming better as a filmmaker. And that was great because it got more and more intense as the film goes along. So I'm just really dot dot dot. My instinct got better and better as a filmmaker within that seven week schedule. Unquote. The movie marked acting debuts of Ice Cube and Morris Chestnut and featured Cuba Gooding Jr., Lawrence Fishburne, Nia Long, Regina King, and Angela Bassett. Singleton wrote the role of Darren Doughboy Baker based on one of his boyhood friends for Cube after having first met the rapper whilst, while working as an unpaid intern on the Arsenio Hall show. In his review, Roger Ebert called the Boys in, called Boys in the Hood one of the best American films of recent years and thoughtful, realistic look at a young man's coming of age and also a human drama of rare power, Academy Award material. Singleton is a director who brings together two attributes not always found in the same film. He has a subject and he has a style. Eber continued, "This film, the film is not only important but also, uh, but also a joy to watch because his camera is so confident and he wins such natural performances from his actors. At the Oscars, Singleton lost out to Jonathan Demme of Science of the Lambs and to screenwriter Kelly Curry of Thelma Louise. So it goes on to talking about John Singleton's life, and if you really want to know about it, um, I highly suggest you read this Hollywood Reporter article, I'll obviously, again, put that in the Fifth Element uh, article for this episode, but that's basically what I wanted to, just, I just wanted to give you guys a kind of, um, a kind of snippet of what he was about, and... What 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 I find so inspirational, you know, especially as a writer and as a, you know, as a budding idea creator, I guess. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself producer because I'm not I'm I'm really not I don't have the I don't have the <laughs> the, the chops for that. <laughs> but um, 
in terms of like creating ideas, like I like I like obviously doing. I highly enjoy doing that and helping people, you know, create their own ideas and molding them and helping them, you know, get their ideas onto paper. I I really enjoy doing that. And something I really respect about John Singleton is that he was a he took the mantle of a professional dad seriously. You know, the, you know Ice Cube, Morris Chestnut. You know, Cuba Gooding Jr., obviously, they owe a lot of their careers to John Singleton, especially acting careers, obviously. You know, and there's many other actors, you know, that, that can that can say that, you know. So, shout out to, like, um, Daniel Monet Truitt, who um, acted as a rebel in BET's Rebel. And uh, if you haven't seen that, go watch it. That was a good first se- That was a good one. Se- it was a one, one and done season, but it was uh, very, very interesting. It actually got me into Daniel Monet Truitt as an actress, so... Um, you know that that was because of Singleton, and there's, you know, there's many, 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 many directors that can do that have done this. You know, there's you know, Spike Lee's done a couple. You know, Insecure wouldn't be a thing without Spike Lee. You know, there, there are many shows that are out now. You know, from African American writers and creators that wouldn't have been created if it wasn't for Spike Lee setting the groundwork. You know, so again, those two really did carry the game for a good ten years. And now, obviously, Singleton can't anymore, but Spike is continuing to nurture the next generation. And uh, actually, there's a film about some, uh, I think it's like a um, a boy and a girl doing uh, figuring out time travel, and it's about like, it's like a STEM, you know, uh, science, technology, you know, engineering, mathematics, I think that's what it is. Uh, it's, uh, it's that kind of film, and it's obviously um, it's got black actor- actors and actresses in it. So, you know, it's directed by someone who was, you know, tutored by Spike Lee. I forgot, I, f- I forget his name, just off the top of my head. But um, yeah, this is this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about, and this is why I like to remember, in terms of remembering John Singleton, because it is it is very very easy, it's very very easy to get in the game to dominate the game, to have a staple in the game, and then not, you know, help everyone, anyone else. You know, you, you don't have to... He didn't have to raise everybody up. You know, he didn't have to give everybody platforms, but he did. And that's what I highly respect about John Singleton. For it, you know, from a writing standpoint, from a director's standpoint, obviously his merits will stand in time. And his films will stand as seminal classics, several of them, especially Boys in the Hood, and especially Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, and you know, I, I and I really enjoy Four Brothers and Too Fast and Furious personally. So, you know, those will stick with me forever. And but yeah, the the one the one thing I take away from this, and one thing I think everybody should take away from this, especially if you're a creative, you know, it is never ever 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 too early or too late to help raise somebody up you know this is something that I've actually you know going on a mind and tangent this is actually something I've been thinking about for a while in the past few months or so it's hard to get support it really is hard to get support especially from you especially from people that aren't about it you know and that's understandable but it's also you know trying to get you know a a leg up with your peers. You know, the the creative industries and, you know, all the all the arts are so so cutthroat. So cutthroat. It it really can 
bring out jealousy in you. And that's something I've managed to stave off, you know, in the, in the past few years while I've been at university as well. It's something I've managed to stave off, but it all, but it can always be there. You always have that some sort of resentment going like, uh, fight that platform. Damn, I'll be doing bits. Fight that platform, I'll be doing bits. But you can't do it like that. You, you, there is no shortcuts. There is no shortcuts. And there are no shortcuts, but it is always worth acknowledging people around, uh, people that are trying to get up with you, you know, the same at the same time as you. So it's always worth acknowledging that. And, it's, and that doesn't have to be in, you know, the creative industries. It's not just exclusive to that. It can be sports as well. If you're like a, you know, cricket player or whatever, and you, you know, and you... You see, you see another young cricket player who's the same age as you. You know, you, you can you can help help them and help each other get better. You can't do that, but you know, sport is a competition, and you know, in some form or fashion, the arts is a kind of competition where you know you're trying to f- trying to get the platform. Once you get there, it's fine. Once you get there, you're good, and you can you know you can build on it. But it's all that stuff behind you. It's all that stuff. It's, it's the foundations that need to be built always need to be built and they're hard it's always hard it's hard for me right now trying to uh, trying to you know stay focused and tunnel vision and you know validate myself and support myself why I'd give to have Johnson John Singleton bigging me up <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I mean what I would give for that but um yeah, if I ever get to John Singleton's, you know, platform, that's what that's what I'd be doing. Hopefully, that's why I th- I'd like to think of myself to be doing, just helping others get that platform and to tell the stories they want to tell. That's always what I've wanted, just for tell stories and to tell and to help other people tell their stories. Because there's never, never, ever, ever enough stories to tell. Never enough. It's unlimited wealth. Unlimited. So the final topic I'm going to talk about, film and TV, we're talking about Endgame, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I'm actually going to uh, do something a little bit a little, little bit special for you guys, actually. Um, so I did go to see Endgame. Uh, I saw it, went to see it with my boy David. Shout out to David. And we had such a whale of a time sitting on the front 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 row <laughs> um we had such a whale of a time uh we had to we had so much energy leaving the pla- leaving the cinema we had to you know we just had to talk about it and i had a you know light bulb moment i was like why didn't i voice record it and then put it on the show so that's exactly what i've done so in a in a in a in a kind of exper- experimental way because I've been wanting to do this for a while and um, you know I just wanted to see you know if it works and uh, this is going to be the first time I've tried that so just a just just a heads up there will there is spoilers there is spoilers it's all spoilers okay it's all spoilers okay <laughs> it's all spoilers so if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame I would I would not I'm fine with you skipping this episode from here on out. Okay, you've. This is why I wanted to do it last because you know if you if you haven't seen Endgame, you don't want spoilers. 
I respect your decision. You can skip. You may skip right now. For those that haven't, uh, we actually we actually get stopped uh, several times uh, during the recording. So people want to just we're outside, so people were asking for lighters and stuff. So you know there are a couple of pauses in there. I try I'll try to you know edit it to make it as clean as possible. But without further ado, here is a <laughs> not uh, a completely not professional, uh, completely informal <laughs> um, <laughs> review of Avengers Endgame with me and my boy David. <laughs> Enjoy. Alright, it has been 10 minutes since me and David saw Endgame. And we have some thoughts. We have a lot of thoughts. It's fucking fire! Firstly, it's fucking fire. It is beyond fire. It's big fire. It's hell fire. <laughs> it's firebond. Firebond! <laughs> but we have so... We have, like... Uh, where have we started? What? Where can we start? Oh. Alright, firstly we missed the we we missed like the first five minutes. Let's be real. Let's let's yeah, keep let's yeah, just keep no. one hundred. We missed the first five minutes, we were late. Um but yeah, we made it and <sighs> Bruh <laughs> I don't know where to go. Oh. I don't know where to go. I have no idea where to go. I mean I've I felt I felt for Tony in it. I was like at the beginning, I was like nigga get that man a cheeseburger, you don't need no <laughs> IV. <laughs> that man needs some food and oh. some pump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you think he beat Nebula? Bro, stop! <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, why do that? <laughs> don't be nasty. Don't be nasty. Don't be nasty. Um, fuck's sake. Oh, no. Bro, there's so much! <laughs> oh, it's too Actually, first, much. first things first, right? Have you ever seen a three hour film? Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, I'll yeah. That's one of them. I think. I think it's the last one. I don't know. I did watch them all in a concession. It was a fucking mad. Well, you marathoned it. Yeah, Initial. it was when my Wi-Fi was out. <laughs> and you had nothing else downloaded but the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the whole trilogy. Um, I've. I. I don't think I've actually. Well, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings fully, so I can't class that as me watching it. So yeah, this is probably the first three-hour film I've seen. Really? Mm. Oh, do you know what got me? You know when I sent you that meme that was just like, if you need a piss before Endgame, use uh, use a bitch or something like that. Halfway through Endgame, I needed a piss. <laughs> I was just like, mmm, what can I do? And you went before, and I didn't even go. I, I, tr I trust my bladder. <laughs> it's because my bladder is just like, do you know what would be fun, David? You just fucking needed a piss right now. <laughs> I was like, maybe. But yeah. Um, if those haven't seen Endgame, it's fucking fire. Like this is just, that's all we can say about it. Cause oh just... man, when Thor took his other hammer back, that was so fire. That was that was good. That was good. I will admit. Oh, how how comes he can he's weaker than Thanos when he don't have the gauntlet with a fucking Infinity Stone blocking axe in it? Yeah, that is a good question. At, the, at the end of Infinity War, well, he just threw his axe and it cut through what? Um, what, when it hit him? Space, time... Yeah. When it hit him? Yeah. Right. He went through Thanos, what about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What outcomes in this one? He couldn't have just been like, zoom. I mean, Thanos was battling, like, you know. 
It's true, he did. Bro's war, war, bro's war hardened, didn't he? He knows all the tricks. Did you see, that was a, that was a G move actually. Um, the G move where uh, like uh, uh, Captain Marvel was like trying to get it, trying to get the thing off him, and he just like grabs and he, the and power he just, stone. He just got, and go whoop! And next boom. hand, <laughs> next hand, pow! Big cock. Oh, <laughs> big I did, cock. I did like the um, the uh, the scene with all the uh, female superheroes. Well, that was lit. That was fire. that was that was some yeah. Like the the most powerful female one that's, there is a G. Do you know, that's that's BPE. Mm. That's big pum energy that's right there. Big that, that's big pum energy. That is a mate. That was actually a boss scene. Yeah, that got us lit. Not gonna lie. Oh. Speaking of getting lit, um, your boy D, your boy David was trying was getting lit uh, oh, like fam. during during the film and people the, did not like me. I swear. The, wo the woman next to us did not it did, was not pleased. <laughs> she turned her head so many times. Oh fam, I <laughs> she turned her head so many times. I'm, I feel bad. I feel I'm bad. I'm nigger movie it. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, man! Don't go in there! <laughs> I told you not to go in there! Oh, fam, when everyone just popped up and I was like, oh, Doctor oh, Strange, that was... you pimp! Oh, man, that was that was overwhelming. Not that alive. was so G. Just I was everybody, that. everybody coming back, like, fucking hell. But everyone had their screen time at that point. I was just like, this is G. This is G. It, like even um, even when you saw like, uh, do you remember when you first watched like Age of Ultron, right? Yeah. And then there was that first, um, and it was in the trailers as well, where like um, uh, all like all six of them were in line. Yeah. And like they were just like about to kick some butt, like ching, like that that like slow mo shot. Yeah. That was G. That was fucking. This G. this is goddamn pimp. That was that was on the next that, is, that was on the nexus level, man. That, that is was beyond pimp. That man. was god oh. level. That was god tier. Anticipation, like I've, oh, I'm lost for words, bro. Do you know what I really appreciate about watching this movie? You know what? It did not get spoiled for me like Infinity War. I know, I know. It's great. It's great, actually. Yeah, it's, I'm actually, I'm. I actually respect the people that have kept it, kept it clean. Yeah, people be like Doctor Strange. No movie thing for like three, four years. Alright, we got introduced by a dude who wanted to lie, but. Oh man, <laughs> fucking yo! All I'm saying is, it started off with Iron Man, you know, in like 2008. It fucking concluded with him as well, didn't it? Yeah, man. It, G move. G it move. Fucking. That's, it's only right though. It's only right. Oh, it's only it right. blew my mind. It's only right. That was. It's. It's just. It is. Uh, the, the, I don't think I've gotten such a good payoff from like a a, a series franchise. of a, from a movie franchise. I don't think I have to be fair. Like I like, you know, I like. There's a lot of I like, um, you know, and, and oh, that's another thing, isn't it? Oh, last Skywalker's gonna have gonna have a. Oh no! They, they, they ain't got a chance. A, you, know, you don't think? I don't think he's got a fucking snowball's chance <laughs> in hell, fam. Did you not see what just happened? Yeah. Iron Man fucking reversed clicked him. <laughs> he teethed the stone from him. Yeah, that was a finesse, that was a finesse job. Boy, that was trying to use his gauntlet on Z fucking other Sli hands. Slight of hand, man. Slight of hand. Not some Ocean's Eleven shit. <laughs> oh, fucking when when a stranger is just like one. One. It's you, boy. It's, it's you, you, my dude. Boy. Oh. I think I think yeah, that's right. And strange to do that, isn't it? That's strange to do that whole thing. And he was just like when he when he just looked at Tony at, at, like during Infinity War, he was like, shit, bro. You gone damn, my guy. <laughs> and he also said it as well, isn't it? He said, um, if I told you, then. He'd have, then, like, yeah. you know, he'd have to. Then, imagine that you just, you're, the, you die. Like, like, what's he gonna do? He's gonna be like, right. 
Is it not? Is it not? Is it not another in the forty trillion that you looked into that I got? You know where I don't know. Maybe. Oh man, yeah. Oh. I did, and that's what I love about this, right? Just from a, like a pure like, just from a pure narrative standpoint, right? Just everything was tied up, and the fact that you got all of them, like, name a film franchise, right? Where all the f there were there are so many ends to tie. Do you know um? You know the uh, sorry, uh, the beef between like Marvel and um, what's her face, that chick from Thor. What Tessa Thompson? Yeah, she had beef with them, and she was like, "I'm never gonna work for Marvel again." They right. fucking got her to squash the beef and be in this movie. Oh, and she was genius. She was fucking G. She made moves. Oh, Queen Valkyrie, now isn't it? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Your Highness Tessa Thompson. Your Highness. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. What was I thinking of? Oh yeah, I told you this in it. Um, I might have to see Captain Marvel. Really? Yeah, man. She, bro, I she mean, she yo, went through the damn where, shit. Where though? She 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 busts through oh, that shit. She busts know, through that. I know that what shit, we man. missed. What? What? I know what we missed. Yeah, I know. It was in the trailer, um, the beeping thing. Oh uh, yeah. They're waiting on the uh, beeping thing. And uh, they're like, what yeah. the fuck is this, mate? It's important. Yeah, but that was from Fury's hand, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always like, this is important. Just well, how does she know to go hand? to him? Huh? How does she know to get to him? It, I think it explains it in... Um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, because I ah, think she was... Okay. After, after she oh, yeah, became, probably post credit scene, isn't it? After yeah, she probably. became pimp, I can see that. she was just like... Why did you, you say haven't... pimp? Because she was just like this little earthling and then she became this super god. Yeah, man, yeah, she was... What other word would you use that was, other than that pimp? Was, that was god... Godly? No, nah, nah, fam. That was pimp. God tier. <laughs> when when God created the world in seven days, what do you think that was? That was pimp. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, man. Uh, I know. I just, I just, I, I just want to see her go OP more, some more. You know what I mean? I just want to, I just want to see her go go in some more. And like, I think Captain Marvel, he has that in spades. So I wanna, I wanna see what. I don't want to see what's up. I do wanna, I do actually wanna watch Captain Marvel. I wanna see her turn Super Saiyan. Oh yeah, she has like the the, the yeah, hair yeah, thing going through. Yeah, she's got oh. the powers all the time. But when she gets in the pissed, trailer, she goes that. super saiyan. Yeah, in the trailer I saw that. Yeah, she had like some horn on her head. After she after the scene after she like slapped that old bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, after the after the slapping the old bitch. Oh, I can't watch another movie again for a while. All right, calm down. <laughs> no, fam. Calm down. Calm down. My expectations are blown. No, I mean like future films. Is that goat film of all time now for no, you? No, no, no. I mean like future films. My my standard for uh, the level of film that I have is what increased. I, what I do hope, right, and this is like being dead serious, right? Yeah. What I do hope is that other blockbusters follow this, follow, not not this, like, you know, template, because obviously, you know, it's no, a one of one. No, the original. It's one of... Many ways. Well, yeah, originality originality is another movies. story. Originality is another story. But I just mean like quality wise and not bullshitting you know like just like you know like transformers and shit like that like oh no um marvel did it right dc exactly exactly DC is just all over the place but i think i think i think that's what it is in it we just take some like just clarity in it's the, what in it's what the small things is needed. That, they, that they tie up yeah, well. yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that like, they tied this all up so perfectly in this exactly. film. Exactly. Like, Don't have people that is after a the movie stroke. be like, "Oh shit!" But what happens then? Like, nah, fam. Let them know the story. Hey, you shout out to the screenwriters one time, right? <laughs> Bro, do you imagine reading that script, you know? 
How many? How many minutes is? Excuse me. How many minutes is three hours? Uh, I can't tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot confirm on that. <laughs> it's a lot. That's a lot of pages. Like if, because the rule of thumb is a page a minute. One page, one minute. One page is one. Really? Page. Yeah. That's that's the rule of thumb. Obviously, it can be bollocks because you know. Yo, it takes me like a good half an hour to write a page. <laughs> <laughs> well. The script is different. The script is different, obviously, but like you know, it is. I, I don't I don't abide by that rule, and I don't think most screenwriters do because yeah. from when you, if you like saw a script, right, um, you'd know that if it was more dialogue, if it was all dialogue, then it would obviously be shorter than a minute, most yeah. likely. But when it's all action, that could that all that action, that block of action could cover like like two pages, and obviously that would cover like fifteen minutes of the film or some shit. You know what I mean? So that, that's how it that's how it could go, like formatting wise. But again, shout out to the fucking screenwriters, my guy. Like that was that was some op- that was some decent that was some decent writing. And just from a like story um, uh, story um, uh, stru- structure standpoint, that is actually freaking boss. To and the fact that you know, I think we take for granted the fact that you know so many people wanted to watch this. I mean, like. You know, we try to look for a seat, like you know, and you know, it, it went fast. Yeah. <laughs> it went fast. You know what I mean? So Damn. It went fast, and I, I actually, I don't think this. This is actually something. I don't know the last time I've been in a, a, th- a packed theater. Uh, I do not know the last like a true like a legit nearly like ninety ninety percent minimum sold out theater. We are just like we're a little late to watching the movie as well. Yeah, like, but yeah, but uh, but even it's then, like there's mo- five the, days. The, the, yeah, but in in that case, like half the population have already seen it like six times. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's. <laughs> I mean, half the population in the past how many days? Probably. I mean, I have, I know friends that have seen it several times, but I don't think. You know, I'm a, I'm a watch it once kind of person. Like, I rarely watch a film twice in the cinema. I've only done it like twice, I think, in, uh, in my in, no, like, I in my life. No, watch it again in the cinema. But I, I happily like, like, don't get twisted. I happily would. Yeah. Like if if some guys, if any if anyone wants to see uh, Endgame, hit me up. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm near. Well, actually, this is dropping like next week, so I don't. Do- <laughs> I mean, I mean Endgame it, will probably still be about. I mean, it'll, yeah, it'll still be about, so, you know. If, the hype if, wave will still be high. <coughs> the, the wave will be tsunami level still. Um, God damn, it will reach at least two weeks. Of, ends of the... At least two weeks, yeah. Um, well, you're the accountant guy. How, mu- how, how much um, do you think this will like become number one box office all time? Uh, fucking yeah. Yeah, professional opinion. Uh, I think because <laughs> their Rotten Tomatoes score has got to be. <coughs> I think it's like ninety six. Shit, yeah. But even say, actually, that's what I want to. That's what I want to do right now. Read some of the mixed reviews because I because I don't think there's any negative ones. Yeah. I bet there's a couple of mixed ones. I want to know who's the mixed on, who's mixed on this because <coughs> this is my thing with like critics like with superhero films right because I, I I listen to a couple of podcasts here and there you know a couple of shows where like film critics are like talking about it and all of them have superhero film fatigue right yeah. and that's understandable because that's their job and they have to watch it and you know I choose if I want to watch you know I haven't seen every Marvel film you know what I mean I ch- I just because I uh, there's some I just can't be really bothered to watch. To yeah, be no, there are a couple that I, I take. I take. To yeah, I take some people's word for them. Um, you know, for Thor, for example, I ain't watch. I ain't watched any of the three. Now I, f- I feel like I should watch Ragnarok, but I'm not gonna watch the first two. Ragnarok's a 
I think <coughs> Ragnarok's the best out of the three. Oh yeah, for sure. Everyone, everyone thinks that. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, the second one's shit. Yeah, pointless. second one's garbage. I mean, it does explain where the reality stone came from, but he got it in the end. So yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I haven't seen the uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, you need to see that. That's that's top five. That's top five out of the, all of them. Really? That's, yeah, I've just never got nah, around to watching it, and every I know, time I feel you. Every time I get a minute, I just like can't be asked right now. Yeah, but but yeah, I feel I feel like you do need to watch it. Not just like because continuity rights. I just mean it's a lit film. There's uh, some good. There's some good action in it. Some good action. Good, good, good. Yeah, action. but I'm not really a <coughs> huge fan of. Uh, Captain America. I know. He's, I feel he's too, you. He's too. I feel you. But like Romanoff is there. Like majority of it. Um. Uh. New Captain America. My boy. Oh Sam. shit! Yes. Captain Black America. Black. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> like yeah, man. Bruh. Yeah. He. Yeah. He's. I, he's I in it. He's in it for that, most um, of it. Um. I yeah, honestly it's good. thought that. Uh. What was his name? You thought Bucky was gonna get it. I, I think Bucky everyone, I think everyone thought that. I think everyone thought that. And um, I thought he was gonna call himself like the White Wolf, and I was just gonna be like black person calling a guy the White Wolf. Go great, on. Isn't it? Go on, I like, I rate that. Yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> good. But um, what's I talking about? Oh yeah, critics, right? Yeah. So they were going like I have fatigue and shit, and yet Rotten Tomatoes is above ninety right now. Yeah. It is. See that that, that just, says that says something. That says something about this film, right? How like critics can like watch all these films and get so fatigued about watching superior films and all this crap, right? Yeah. And then they see Endgame and they're like, "Damn, that was lit." Yeah. <laughs> damn, oh. that was good. Damn it. Damn it. God damn it, it's good. Oh, but what do you think like the next next Endgame is gonna be? Because what blockbuster destroy the like take I mean, over the like, world in social media? Ten, twenty <coughs> fucking years from now when virtual reality and holograms just the normal it's a good question fucking it's actually good it's actually gonna be that in is it? genuinely a good question yo i have no idea uh because x-men uh now i will I'll, marvel they're fucking extending the marvel universe as well because they're done with these avengers yeah this whole universe next, is done obviously the next, they you know black panther setting, and all that. yeah 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 yeah, they got they got a new set. They got a new. They're carrying on. They're keeping it moving. They keep the. Imagine this, right? Uh, this is such a money train. My God, like it, it could fall off the wheels right now. It probably could. It, it could. Uh, it could easily all fall off the wheels. They fucking set such a high standard. The next, the next thing to come around. <clears throat> understand this. They ain't even done. Like they're not done. Like you no, know, no, no. just like no, Marvel these... keeping this quality up. They're not done. Like no. these films can. St- Still continue to be lit. Fucking the next, the next things are gonna be Black Panther, uh, Spider-Man, Strange. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah, it's all. And the Guardians of the Galaxy, they're gonna fuck off to another it's shit all, with it's Thor. It's all continuing. So like, just quality-wise, this this train can still move. Oh, this. But like, they're still gonna do numbers. That is actually absurd from a franchise perspective. Star Wars is like the benchmark, obviously, right? And then you've got like Harry Potter. And I think those are the top two, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just money-wise, financially-wise, just they're the top two, right? Yeah. Obviously, this is this coming up fast. Like this shit is coming up fast. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, and it took like what forty years for Star Wars to get to get all this out. Oh. You know, obviously they had that all big hiatus and stuff like that, and the then Star they had a complete Wars. lull. Oh, the Star Wars. Marvel uh, haven't had a lull yet. 
Oh, they've had a couple of dud films. Oh, you know, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, you know, Thor. Yeah. I rate Ant Man and the Wasp. What are you saying? Uh, no, hey, no. get out of here. How have you seen Ant Man and the Wasp? You ain't seen Winter Soldier. Because Ant Man and the Wasp is funny, and I like funny. But Captain America's lit! Yeah, but Captain America Chichiman. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> if ever meet such a chichi man, <laughs> I tell you. Oh my days. Raw. The boy could have got pum left, right, and center. He's too straight. He's like. You got oh. home, girl Peggy. Yeah, but fuck her. That's no, and that's then, real shit though. Then, that's real shit. Yeah, but he was stuck in ice, right? And then he ain't, he ain't make a move on a black widow. That's another thing, right? That's another thing I find quite fascinating. So. um Ruffalo, and, Ruffalo. Uh, Banner and uh, Romanoff had a ting, but we didn't see the ting. Yeah. But the fact that Hawkeye and Black Widow were mates, squad. Yeah. That says that a lot. Uh, guys, guys, and you, and you as well. Me, yo. Why you could you? be friends with women. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it. They Rah. are not all a whole. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey I, yo, what the fuck are you saying? I've got girl peeves. Yeah, he does have girl feet. See, I'm, keeping 100, I'm keeping evolving. You, are, took, evol you took, are evolving. It took how, however many I years. I was roasting. I was God roasting. Damn. It took so many years. I need, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trolling, but yeah, no, he has girl mates. But still, no, but still, some of these dudes, some of these dudes out here, you guys know who you are in these streets, you know, acting the fool. And people like us, the good dudes, him. Kind of less, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm, he's I'm, about average. I'm gonna, <laughs> hey, hey, he's, hey! He's growing. I'm I'm above average. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm above average. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know um, I just I just, I was actually quite happy to that fact. Just like from a, you know, just a. Yeah, no, because um, that, that was that was a good that was a good stuff. Like they didn't. I thought the, if they kissed, that would just be like, oh, that's garbage. Yeah, that's that would have. But the fact they stayed squads, me. I'm happy. I'm really, I'm really happy. Oh no, do you know what made it uh, lit as well? Mm. I thought that when they went to Vormir, it would have been like, shit, you've already lost the thing that you've wanted. Here's a stone. Nah, their fucking squad constitutes getting the most powerful tingy in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that was a, that's another thing. Just from like a structural perspective, they like did all these three things, and like it's nothing. I I mean, I probably need to see it like a couple more times if I wanted to poke holes, but I couldn't poke holes at the moment. Oh, like just from a like get like getting the job done perspective and everything that happened, like it's kind of tight. Like just from a like scientific perspective, so to speak, like for lack of a better phrase. Oh, and the actors, fucking props, people. Pick up Ruffalo, man. Like oh, he, did, he he did Andy Circus level decent acting right there, right? And obviously he was Hulk all, all the time. So that's quite, that's that's a good feat. That's a good feat. I think we, oh. you know, have you seen Planet of the Apes and all them, like the new ones? The new ones. Yeah, the new ones. I've seen a couple, but not in order. So. So what you seen like one, two, th line. one, two, and three? Which one is it? Like, I've seen one, three, and two. Wait, no, 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 no. What? I saw <laughs> you saw them all. Then. Two, one, and then three. Oh, right, you saw it out of order. Yeah. Oh, right, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Andy Serkis Cesar, right? Yeah. Like, I've, I've, had this, I've had this opinion, and I think a lot of people have as well. Oh, yeah. Andy Serkis should get freaking Oscar nominations for this shit, man. Because, like, imagine acting like that. You're I acting as a freaking monkey, like you know? Instagram. Bro, that is effort. Like, you have to act 
but you're but you're not in front of anyone. You're in a you're in a green room with like a couple other people. Oh, that and he would, still kept the chops. That like, would that's, me the fuck that's, out. That's that's done. And Ruffalo did it as well. So big up, big respect. You know what I mean? Like that's that's some real stuff. And but um, I mean. Yeah, just straight up. This, this is, this is flames. Like, I need, to, I need This is like, um, <clears throat> there's not many film. There's not many films, right, where I've come out so hype in the, in like the same way that I've listened to an album. Like, there's several. There are several albums I've listened to in my lifetime where I'm just like, where I just have to sit down for like half an hour and just go, yeah. bro. Can I even listen to that again? <laughs> Like, I, I might need a couple of days to listen to that again. Like, I've had that a couple of times, but I feel like this is just one of those where, like, I have to let this marinate. Yeah. Like, this needs to marinate. This needs like to be some, talked about. Like some good meat, man. Like, I need to talk slow to cook. someone about this. If I didn't come with you, cuz, oh, you would have hated me, I swear down. Soon as I came out of that theatre, I would have rung. <laughs> like, <"Yo, laughs> fucking Iron Man snapped his fingers and fucking doppied Bam. everyone. <laughs> I was like, oh, get off my phone. Bro, I would I'd actually slap you, honestly. Like, that would be actually major disrespect. Like, how are you gonna, how are you gonna do that, right? And then the half, and then the population that have seen it have kept their freaking mouth shut. And then you're gonna <laughs> blab to me. Disrespect. Yeah. Disrespect. I can, you're, make, you're making me trust absolute strangers on Twitter than you for, for, for watching a film. It's because we as family. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's some, that's some. That's some dumb shit. Oh man. shit, no, I wouldn't do that because if I did that, you'd you'd do something even worse to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd be. I'd, it yeah. would start. Revenge a whole would be had. Beef. Revenge would be had. Revenge would be had. I'll I'll like wait till there's a film where you really really wanted to watch it, and I'll make absolute effort to see it before you. <laughs> but anyway, um, continuing on, and I'll, we'll probably finish up actually. Um, yeah, you, I need to let this, I need to let this marinate, and I actually do think that, like, if you, regardless if you haven't seen, you know, if you're not a part of that Marvel team, like, I mean, good for you, you're an outsider. What do you do? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you're so out there. Um, <laughs> but I feel, I feel like it's a gen, like, just from a, like, a film-wise, just like you know, straight up film, it's fire and it's it's tight. It's it's, it's just inch per- it's just inch it's inch perfect it's great it is the, it is really, it is the perfect end yeah super a... gratifying oh my god yeah I've never had a film franchise just give oh, me that the build up give me was that good gratification it. that was good it was worth it if it ended in I'm Infinity happy. War I would have been disappointed if they won in Infinity War I would have been very disappointed yeah I'm, I'm, I'm content I'm super content ah oh, boy I hope you guys enjoyed that. A very interesting uh, review that we had. Uh, just, we, just, we we were all over the place. I know we were. We were all over the friggin' shop. <laughs> we did not know what to focus on. And, you know, I tried to focus on something. But then, like, you know, we just suggest something else. And we have, we go on a completely different tangent. So this is some this is usually how our conversations from day, from day to day uh, happen when we're chilling. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if if you managed to get anything out of that, I hope you hope you did, and hope you enjoyed that because uh, I'm actually going to be doing it again uh, in a I think a week maybe maybe next episode. Let me check the calendar right quick because I don't know when it is. Okay, it's on a Friday, so in two weeks of next what's good, I will be doing a I'll be doing a recording all special all recording special from my from my from my trusty phone um it's going to be me and my boy Tyler 
we're actually going to see um uh, God's we're going to see God's a rap which is Public Enemy, Wu-Tang, De La Soul and DJ Premier one night uh one night at Wembley SSC Arena. We're going to see that next week, so uh, on a Friday. So the week after that it will be a special edition of What's Good. Basically just me and Tyler for however long I record it for and however long I can edit it for to make it actually interesting. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, just just what we talk about. Just <laughs> just gonna go. We're gonna you're just gonna follow up, follow us on our trip to London, and uh, just uh, we're gonna we're gonna get some food. We're just gonna talk some talk about some stuff, and uh, obviously go see uh, Gods of Rap. So uh, this won't be the this won't be the last time that you hear from my people uh, in terms of just uh, you know being part of the show, and uh, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed the. <laughs> Again, v- super informal, uh, a review of Endgame. And um, yeah, from uh, other than that, that has been What's Good. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I, I certainly have. <laughs> I will especially enjoy listening back to this one. And yeah, that's pretty much been the show from the Fifth Element Podcast Network. I have been Charlie Taylor. This has been What's Good. The 5thnman.org.uk for the articles. Hope everybody has a great week. See you next time. Take it easy, ladies and gentlemen.